This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Japanese rock, Ohio soul, UK rave, country noir. These are just a few of the many playlists curated by the folks at Numero Group. It's a record label that focuses on curating collections of archival music, any records of the past that are neglected, overlooked, or not widely distributed. As a part of our Chicago Innovators series, we're diving into the group's work. Co-founders Rob Severe and Ken Shipley are here with us now. Welcome to you both. Thanks for having us. So before we get into Numero Group, I'm curious about the co-founder origin story. How did you guys meet? We had a friend in common who knew that we were both uh, doing, had a similar approach to putting out records. Uh We both had our own little operations at the time, and uh, she thought we should uh, get to know each other. What was that similar approach in putting out records? We were still putting out seven inches, um, kind of really uh, taking like a very curatorial, like handmade approach. I remember Rob called to ask me where I'd got these boxes from. It was the first time I think we talked on the phone. He was like, I saw you made these boxes. Where'd you get them? And then I passed him the number. And then we just kept talking from there. It clicked. So where'd the idea of making Numero Group come from, Ken? Uh, Well, I worked at this company called Disc, and I lost my job. Um, But I had this idea that there was this whole world of deep catalog out there that was like well below the, you know, established mainstream artists uh, that, and that it could be a really interesting business. Mm -hmm. And I tried to get them to do it, but they didn't, they didn't believe in it. Um, And as soon as I lost my job, I I, I knew that I got in this like tiny severance and I had enough money and enough runway to sort of live. And um, I threw myself into it entirely. I, I, you know, like we were, we, we were going, I think what, three months after, after I lost my job. Wow. So what's behind the name? Well, all the records are numbered, right? Um, ah. And there's this really cool French free jazz label called Actuel um, that operated in Paris in the 70s, and all their records have this, like, A and the number following it. I just love the way those records looked. I'd go into record stores, and I'd see them, and I was like, oh, and I, I kept a little checklist of all the ones that I was missing, and I was yeah. like, man, if you could do that same thing and do it again now, I bet you could get people who'd want to collect every number as well. And then Numero Group was born. Um, well, well, Rob, you, you focus on archival music, right? So how would you describe what that music is to someone who wasn't familiar? Well, we're just referring to the fact that it it happened in the past there that, you know, we it's it's not it's not served up for us. We need to we need to dig into some sort of archive. Sometimes that archive is a basement, a garage. Sometimes it's, you know, stuff that was donated to a library. I mean, it, it could be anywhere. Why is digging into the crates, so to speak? Why is that important to you? That's where it is. I mean, that's that's you know, it's like why do you rob banks? Because that's where the money is. I mean, <laughs> the, you know, we're we're looking for stuff that is it's not visible. So you're you, you know, you have to go deeper to find mm-hmm. it. So tell us more about the the collections that uh, Numero Group creates because I, I understand you're you're making things from playlists that people stream on Spotify to like physical box sets that folks can buy. Right, Ken? It wasn't always that way. You know, okay. we started out originally, we were a CD company because CDs were the, the format oh, man, I jour. remember CDs. Loved them. Mm, and then... So small. Yeah. And then in 2015, um, one of our partners challenged me to make a playlist and get 500 followers in a month. And I, I love a challenge. And so I just, I made a playlist. And then once we started to see that... Spotify, oh, wait, you have to tell us. Did you get 500 followers in a month? Yeah, yeah. Okay, did. good. We, I think we got like 1,000 followers nice. in a month. Nice. 
Um, but it was just sort of this new way to look at how to think about making a compilation, right? It's more like a mixtape. It's it could be endless though. There's no there's no ninety minute you know limit to this thing. It could be you know as long as everything fits within the vibe the playlist could be as long as it wanted to be. And then also it was an incredible way to look at the data because then you could see what people are actually listening to. And that's one of the most magical things about streaming is that it's all out there in front of you. You know, when, mm-hmm. when we talk about the record business of the 60s, the 70s, 80s, even the 90s, it's really cloistered behind uh, <clears throat> walls of, 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 of people that are like holding data back. But now the data is all there in front of you. And so now we look at the playlist that we're making as an entry point into potential records that we're going to make. We'll make yeah. a playlist and say, it, could this be a comp later? Maybe it takes five years to develop. We'll get yeah, there. The, in the in the radio, you know, uh, one thing I love, I learned about recently just researching radio from the 60s and 70s is, you know, they really relied on phone calls to know if somebody liked it. Right. So you had that kind of feedback calling from, into your radio station. Yeah, that's that's yeah. how people found out something was going to be a hit. And so a lot of times the note that would be written on a record would be phones or no phones. You know, Interesting. Did, did it get those phone calls? So it's we are getting that kind of user response, but in a different way. Yeah. And I mentioned uh, box sets earlier, but for folks who are listening to us right now that aren't familiar with your box sets, can you talk about what usually comes in one, Rob? Well, the box set is going to is going to obviously include you know the records that contain the music, mm-hmm. you know, organized in a way that it's it's listed, but not friendly. just CDs, right? Well, we'll do we might do CDs, we might do LP, but whatever the format is, mm-hmm. sometimes we do dual formats, sometimes we just do vinyl. At this point, you know, it's it sort of depends on on what it is. So we did a Pastor T.L. Barrett, who's an artist we work very closely with. We did a CD box set and an LP box set. They matched each other, uh, and so contained in there is. You know, really, you know, we went very deep. We, we we contacted friends and family of Pastor Barrett. We got photos from, you know, many different sources. We we did interviews with many people. Aaron Cohen, who's been on WBEZ, WBEZ a lot, also did the liner notes for that. He did interviews with over 20 people, nice. you know, to tell this story. So, you know, it contains um, artifacts. It contains photographs. It contains the story. And then it contains the music. Yeah. So it's trying you it's trying to give a full picture of what And and you make that is. sound so easy but can there there's got to be some challenges of of being a record label that focuses on archival music, right? Trying to dig up all these things. Well, the challenge is can you get somebody to say yes, right? And I think that's what sets us apart from a lot of other people is that we're really really good because we've been doing this so long. You yeah. know, it's like when you spend 20 years refining your craft, you're going to be one of the best people in the business to do that thing. And so <clears throat> what Rob and I are, you know, hyper-focused on is just getting people to yes. How can we get you to join Numero and, you know, join our cult? Yeah. Do you have a favorite uh, playlist or, or genre that you've worked on? I'll ask you both. You first, Ken. Oh, um, I really like this playlist called You're Not From Around Here. It's all this sort of, like you said, it's country noir. Yeah. You know, like it's just the idea of noir music, which I don't think people tend to think about music as noir, but, you know, we're always looking at the underside of things and how you can, like, look at it through a different prism and find something interesting. Well, it's funny, when you watch an old noir film, so often there's a scene in the movie where some, like, lounge singer performs some plaintive, uh, you know, um, uh, piece, you know. uh, So 
this is in music form. Yeah. You know, this playlist is in music form. Uh, I would say my favorite is the Eccentric Soul playlist, which is one of the most uh, accessible yeah. playlists that we have. Well, speaking of your Eccentric Soul playlist, let's listen to a track on it. This is Baby Don't Go by The Occasions. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We're talking about bringing new life to overlooked music through heavily researched and curated music collections. Whether you use streaming services or turntables, Numero Group has got music for you. And co-founders Rob Severe and Ken Shipley are here to tell us more. So I want to dig more into your start, Rob. This started here in the city. So just talk to us about what you think of the music scene that we have going on here in Chicago. Well, I think it's it's always been special because it is it's a major city. It's always attracted you know people of all types to come here and live and perform. Um, but it's also it's still a bit underground. And but it, but it's also the birthplace of the modern record label, right? So like when we think about the record labels that started, you know, back in the the twenties, like this is where like Chicago was the major record hub for forty or fifty years. It wasn't until the late seventies yeah. that it really came apart and. And that's what's kind of cool about being able to work out of Chicago is because nobody expects an underground archival record label to emerge from this place, but it, it, it couldn't have happened anywhere else. What would you say, if you were asked, what's unique about Chicago's music scene, Rob? Today or in general? In general. Well, I think, you know, that we've, we've you know, always been this, had this second city mentality so that we've been able to uh, give artists a place to develop to spring onto the national stage. Yeah. You know, and and that's true today. That's always been true. It's also, you know, because of its central location, it's like every band comes through here. You know, you can't you can't you can't miss Chicago. That is true. You know, we are we're a, a hub of every kind and you know that you know plays into what happens here too. Yeah. Well, you know, can you mention you've been doing you've both been doing this for a long time and Numero Group is in its twentieth year. Is that right? That's correct. correct. Wow, congratulations. How does that feel? It went by really fast. Did it? I remember when we were talking about our 20th anniversary, we started talking about three or four years ago. And we were like, that's going to come up, and it's going to come up a lot faster than you think. And then COVID happened, and everything just yeah. you know, accelerated. And um, you sort of, you know, I'm already looking at records that we're making in 2025 now. And so sometimes it's hard to focus on the present and to be really present at the moment and appreciate the things that we're doing right now because we yeah. are looking so far into the future. One of the things that you do, Rob, is uh, you you share the stories of artists, right? As we talked yes. about a moment ago, how much research goes into telling their histories? These musicians. I mean, we spend hours and hours, and we you know we read absolutely every everything known about the artist, and then we start digging into what's unknown and yeah. talking to the people that knew them. You, know? you featured Syl Johnson too, right? Syl Johnson is is particularly meaningful right now because I, I know that I first heard Syl Johnson on WBEZ. Yeah. It was a broadcast of a Taste of Chicago show that he did. And I think it was part of the Neil Tesser show. I forget what that, that was called, jazz something. Um, but, you know, it's 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 something like WBZ able to continue to, like, bring Syl Johnson to the people of Chicago, you know, even, like, well after he had any hits on the radio, really anything mm-hmm. on the radio yeah. is one of the things that makes Chicago, this radio station, and an artist like Syl really special. Let's listen to one of Syl's tracks. This is Everybody Needs Love. What I've got to say. 
That was a suggestion from you, Rob. Such a good song. Love it. Before I let you go, what have you been listening to these days? I'm curious. You first. Well, we've been putting together a collection of female-led funk tracks, so nice. I've spent the last 24 hours listening to a lot of that. Yeah. Female-led funk. Oh. Yeah. What about you, Ken? Listen to a lot of mellow surf music, like uh, sort of a walk-don't-run kind of Ooh. version of surf music. And also listening a lot to this band, Duster, that we work with that's kind of blown up. Nice. Well, we'll leave it there. Rob Severe and Ken Shipley, they're the co-founders of the Numero Group. Thank you both. This was great. Thank you. Thanks for having us. We'll go out on one more track. This is Mr. Lucky by Betty Wright, which you can hear on Numero Group's collection, Eccentric Soul, The Outskirts of Deep City.